0: Hi, Jackie, we're here.
1: We are. Happy, uh,
0: happy nooner time.
1: Happy nooner time.
0: Mm -hmm. How was your weekend?
1: It was good.
0: Yeah. What what exciting thing happened to you? Or for you rather? Yeah, It doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Yeah.
1: I um, I was well behaved. I didn't do anything. Why did you stay no, home? I stayed home <laughs> <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> in the basement. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't. Wow. I didn't bother no, anybody. No, sit with the stranger story today. Ah, uh, no. Uh. Uh-uh. And I okay. didn't bother anybody in a store. Let me think. Wow. Yeah. No, no. No. Good
0: for the public. The world.
1: The g- <laughs> oh, you talked to my mom. Yeah. The world was safe from me.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Okay. You know what, it's that time of the weather, though, where staying home, like you just intrinsically, I just intrinsically want to hibernate and not go out. I think, oh, it's cold,
0: it's dark, I'm not going. But it's been nice still. The weather has still been nice. I know, it's limited. But you're right, though, it's getting to that time where you don't want to go out after seven. After seven? Well, After six.
1: After four four (laughs)
0: forty-five. Four forty-five. No kidding. Yeah.
1: But you know what, it's that time of the year, it's TV binging season. Oh,
0: what do you watch?
1: Yes, I really? love. Good, oh, I love a good series. You do? Lo- okay, Shit's Creek.
0: Series. I got you guys turned on to that. You did you finish did.
1: it? Oh my gosh, finished it and started it again. Really? Mm-hmm. And isn't it great? It is. And even my husband will say stuff now. He'll <laughs> like. He'll be like, "Oh, who's
0: yeah. your husband in that show? Is he John? Oh, He's not Moira. You're definitely the Moira. I say
1: I'm probably Moira. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'd probably. Yeah. be. Yeah. Probably. Or
0: Stevie. I could see him. Hmm. No, he's probably more John.
1: Probably more John. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But we'll say stuff and he'll say, oh, it sounds like Moira, you know. Yeah. And of course, everybody who doesn't say, ooh, David. Ooh, David. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I, we know you love.
0: I love Schitt's Creek. Yeah, I'm starting to watch that again. Yeah. But I do, I have to admit, I have a couple shows that I watch and I sneak watch
1: them. Ooh. It's embarrassing. Guilty pleasure shows.
0: Yeah, I I need to talk to Liz of why I'm drawn to these shows. Liz is our therapist, by the way, our house therapist. Our in-house therapist. Our in-house therapist. I have a couple shows that I go in the basement, and I will actually flip the channel if somebody else walks downstairs because I don't want anyone to see me watching. watching? It's embarrassing. Tell. Well, no, I'm not going to tell you. It's embarrassing.
1: Well, now I'm going to make something up.
0: No, don't make anything up. Mm. So I'll tell you. Yeah. Love after lockup. Do you ever watch that?
1: I have never seen that.
0: Has any? But we have our guest in in the studio today, who is a coach, by the way. So I probably shouldn't be talking about this stuff. She's going to think, oh God, you need help. Um, have you ever heard of Trisha? Is our guest? Hi, love everybody. after
2: lockup. I have not.
0: Okay, see, so it's this just is, you. Yeah, it's 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 people that fall in love with people in prison.
1: Mm. Yeah, you need help.
0: Well, wait. But it's fascinating, because, and there's people from Michigan, too, because a lot of times... Friends of yours? No, they're not friends of mine. Not yet, anyway.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> but it, it, it
0: intrigues me because they're usually successful people, and they're drawn to inmates. All right. And they meet them, they Whatever. get married, they, it's just, sure. I don't know. It's really out there, and I don't, I don't know why I watch it, but it's one of those shows that I have to hide it from my family. Although they're As li- you should. They're, they're, well, now they're listening. So,
1: no, I. Um, what about you? You know what? I got so excited because I just saw a show advertised, and it was called The Love Boat. So the I thought of boat. The, That's the Love not Boat. an so,
0: old show. I mean, that is an old. That show. That is an
1: old show. So I thought it was like a remake of The Love Boat. Oh, and okay. So I said to my husband, "Oh, record that," because I said, "Oh my gosh, it's going to have Captain Stubing and uh-huh. Julie and Gopher and Doc and all." And he's looking at me like, you know, you know, like I'm crazy, right? Because I know all the characters. Anyway, we recorded the show. It turned out it wasn't a remake of the Love Boat show. It was a reality show. Really? Yeah, so I was bummed. And it has the same name? It has the same name. So I got all excited thinking, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be the Love Boat. Like they just did Fantasy Island. Remember Fantasy Island? Yeah. Back in the day, they just redid Fantasy Island. So I do watch... I have watched that quite is a bit. Is it
0: the same? It's the same uh, premise, the it island. Is? Mhm. But and, the love boat, it was the same name but not the same idea. Not the idea? same. No. Oh, so. Okay.
1: I was all excited for a love boat remake.
0: What about um like what else did Did you watch I've never watched The Sopranos. Did you?
1: I did not watch The Sopranos. No, I didn't
0: either, but I everybody watched, else did.
1: But Downton Abbey, I was a big Downton Abbey fan.
0: I've never and even the heard Gilded of And The
1: Gilded Age. What What rock have you been under? Love after lack of. (laughs) 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 Clearly. Welcome to the Nooner Show. Here's your host, Jackie Wallace, Gina Guccini, and Rocky Wallace. Let's get started with this segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are uniquely interesting and most of all, inspiring. And as we said earlier, our guest with us today, her name is Tricia Schlicht. She is the CEO of Performance Accountability Management, and she works with individuals, teams, and organizations to drive accountability in professional, personal, and leadership development. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. And Trisha will share how these changes in people, teams, and organization enable transformation. We're going to find out exactly what all those big words mean. So let's get started as we welcome... Trisha to our show today. Ooh, yay! Thank you everybody. And her husband is sitting in quietly. He's a mute, but he is here. <laughs> no pressure. No, no pressure. pressure. Yeah So mm-hmm. Jason is with us but he's n- you're not gonna hear him. Maybe a snicker or a laugh. We'll see if we can get him on. I am so excited you're here. Just I'm so excited too. Trisha is a friend is someone that I have worked with um, personally. And professionally, because it's, it's helped with that. So we'll start and with the full, results are there. And we'll start mm-hmm. with full transparency that it is someone that I have worked with. Um, but that's not why you're here. You're here because you have a great story to tell. Because while it says that you are a CEO of performance accountability management, which we're going to get to, that wasn't always, that's not where you started. You started in the corporate world.
2: I did. And so um, one of the things I think we talk about is a wish, yeah. Right? What's a wish? And I yeah. just want to thank both of you because one of my wishes was to do a podcast. Oh, and, and here, here you we are. are. We so, made it happen. We did. So you're wish makers. Right? Oh, so, I like that. Yeah. And so thank you for that opportunity. So yes. Yeah, so, so where does the journey start, right? And right. Um, it all starts with dreaming. As, as young adults or as young kids, we all have a dream. But somewhere along the line, our dreamers get broken. Yeah. And so one of the things that I've tried to keep alive is how do you keep your dreamer going? You know, how do you keep accomplishing your goals and dreams? And so a part of that was taking risks.
0: Mm.
2: Not always having the confidence before you leap, but knowing that it's a journey and just learning from every single, you know, opportunity, obstacle, barrier, that comes in your way.
1: Those are all things that we subscribe to obviously and we encourage uh, we encourage our listeners, our guests, we encourage the people that we meet every day. We encourage each other as we talk. Talk about your story and where where that that mindset came from in you that allowed you to embrace it and say okay this is like was there some some event or some person or someone that gave you
0: like how did you how did you see that as a, as a problem being it, you were in corporate America from mm-hmm. what I understand right mm-hmm. so when you were working for somebody else how did you what happened that made you recognize this is the problem out there and this is what I can be doing to help people
2: yeah I'm going to take a Step prior to corporate because okay. I think you know sure. some of those foundational things helped me. So when I was fourteen, um, my father passed away. He oh was wow, that's forty-eight. Young. He had a stroke, and I realized then life is short. You know, mm-hmm. you got to make the most of everything that you're given, and that's what I did. Every single opportunity, I either could worry about it. Or I could be open and curious and see, what is this teaching me? What's, what's next for me? And so as I went to school, um, there was things that I wanted to accomplish. And there was always barriers in the way. So it was, how do you make those barriers work for you? Um, I moved out to California, $2,000 in my pocket, no job, wow. just a one-way plane ticket, and you were how old? Uh, I was 22. Oh, and, and what God. were you going out there to do? Like, what were you, what were
0: you thinking? You were I was
2: thinking that, uh, you know, I was very influenced by TV and media and, you know, the Hollywood sign. And if people could go to Hollywood and make it, so could I. Wow. I didn't know what I was going to make, right? But I just knew that it was a chance. It was an opportunity. And so I go to this rental car place and I tell the guy, okay, I only have X amount of dollars to pay for a car for a week. And if I don't get a job, I can't do the second week. And he said, "Trisha, if you don't have a job, come back here. I'll hire you. Wow. Really? And so I was just, you know, by sharing, you know, sharing my story with people. Mm-hmm. And luckily, uh, I was able to find a job. And from there, you know, I just kept going through many, many obstacles. So I landed myself in a corporate job where I led uh, people for the first time. And a lot of them came from different uh, countries. Mm-hmm. And I was born and raised in Michigan, and it was a new opportunity. And the lady that interviewed me, she said, uh, everybody that we've put in this position, I've had to let go. So good luck. Really? <laughs> and so it was oh. a really huge learning lesson because I knew uh, what I went to school for was communication. Uh, one of my slogans is communication. It's the easiest thing to do, but the hardest thing to get right.
1: Oh, that's Because good.
2: everybody's got their own perception of what's happening.
1: Right. So she underestimated you.
2: I love a challenge. My mother said, you go to California. I'm going to see you back here soon. And that was the driving force of I'm going to come back to Michigan on my own terms, which I ended up doing about 15 years later. Wow! So you come
1: back to Michigan. So you had a successful endeavor in California. Mm-hmm. You come back to Michigan. Yes. And you did what?
2: So uh, Still I came. In corporate? I, yeah, I came back to Michigan in a corporate position with the same company. Um, my mother's health was failing, and I knew that I needed to come back to support her. And to, you know, kind of make amends because I was, you know, one of those rebellious type kids. Got to prove her wrong. And um, was able to, you know, just go and experience um, people here and ended up contracting. I took a leap of faith and I went into the contracting world. So uh, I learned a little bit about the IT industry and systems and, you know, systems needed to be documented And so I did that. And I worked for, um, I was contracted for a company. And I thought my mission is to get hired by this company. So I built relationships. I shared that I have a passion for helping people with communication and learning. And I stumbled into learning and development. I didn't have it as a background. But from there, what I ended up doing is just whether it was processes, whether it was professional development, whether it was leadership, I knew that Any industry, any company needed those skill sets. So,
1: Isn't it interesting that when we talk to people and we just put stuff out there, how it comes to fruition or how you can make it come to be by just saying, oh, I want to or oh, I hope to. Right. But the thing that I find fascinating about your
0: story and what I'm hearing is, you know, a lot of us will sit back and say, I can't do that because I don't know anything about it or I've never learned that or I didn't go to school for that or I didn't come from this or I didn't come from that. But you seem to just do it and you don't have, like what were the barriers because it clearly wasn't your mindset.
2: Oh, there's barriers in the mindset. (laughs) What was in the way? For you? Yeah, for me. uh, A large part has always been fear. So how do you, how did you
0: overcome those fears? Like, let's go back to just going to California with $2,000 and not having a job. I mean, how did you just, what do you tell yourself to say,
2: just do it? Because life is short. And Mm -hmm. that's the lesson I learned early on. You know, Mm -hmm. just, you're going to learn from it and the right doors will open. The right doors will close. Because
0: what's the worst that can happen?
2: That's Right. And we all never know how much time we have. Right. So one of the things that I really had to focus on is what's important to me? What do I want to contribute in my life? Um, And that's why servant leadership and giving back to people and helping people, whether it be their health, whether it be their professional development, whether it be their leadership skills, You know, I get a lot of joy out of helping others. And I knew that if I took the risk and I just had that uh, belief and mission that I could help people along my journey, that that would be worth the risk, that would be worth pushing through fear. So how did you get the belief? I faked it until I made it. Really? And the other piece was that I was very observant of those around me. So as I went to the different companies, because I've moved a lot around different companies, I observed. And I always told myself, I'm going to write a book one day, and I'm in the process of doing it. Oh, good and, for you. And it's the different lessons. I got asked in an interview once, um, how, you know, what did you learn, and, and how are you going to make our company successful? Because you've worked for a company that hasn't always been successful. my answer is, I know what not to do. and Isn't that the best lesson? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And really, you know, um, as I've moved forward, you know, we all have egos. We have an ego Mm -hmm. to protect ourselves. Right. How often do we sit back and check our ego, check Mm -hmm. the story that we're telling ourselves? And that's really what I've had to do along the way is how much of what I'm telling myself is true. So how do you check that and... and in a objective way? You have to challenge the thought and is the outcome true or not true? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So let's say that it's not true. Well, that's easy. Then you move on to the next thought. But if it's true, how often does it serve you? Because there's a lot of things that could be true and doesn't serve us, but we don't have control over it. So why hold on to it? Right. So that letting go process is very important as far as um, self-confidence, um, motivation, and the ability to really go forward to accomplish your goals and dreams.
0: So let's fast forward to performance accountability management.
1: You left the corporate world this summer. I did in August. Wow. She took the leap of faith. I did. And you've not looked back. I haven't. How did
0: you come to that decision to leave?
1: How was, what was the way?
2: Uh, well, I've always wanted to have my own company. I talked to Jason about it for many years. And during the pandemic, um, like all of us, my self-confidence was shattered. My, um, my physical health was deteriorating. And I knew that I had to change. So I really focused in on health and as I did that, as I got my body healed, as I got my mind healed, I felt the confidence to start making some decisions on what I really wanted because again, with the pandemic, we all realize life is short, right? Mm -hmm. So am I going to stay working for other people or am I going to take the leap of faith to start a business? And so... um, I got asked the question, how old are you, Tricia? And we don't have to say how old I am, do I? No. No. Okay. Mm-mm. And so, okay, I, I told them and they said, well, what are you waiting for? Right? And that's the question. What is everybody waiting for? So we went to an accountant um, to see what we would need to do. And on the drive there, we decided on the name, Performance Accountability Management, because you can't have performance without managing your accountability. Mm,
0: that's good, I like that. Mm-hmm. And accountability is the key word. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so uh, then we ended up going to a lawyer, right, and finding out what we would need to do there. So that those two things gave me a lot of confidence to at least I started the foundational bricks. Mm-hmm.
1: And that began to show you the way mm-hmm. to accomplish your goal.
2: That's right, and then I had had some people that I had worked with, you know, my network, and networking is really important. Getting in the room with people that have done what you want to do is really important. Mm -hmm. So um, I got a telephone call from someone that said, when are you starting up your consulting practice? Because I can't afford you on a salary basis, but I would love for you to come in and help my leaders to, you know, really feel accountable for this. We're planning on expanding and and I would love for you to to start. So I told him, I'm not ready yet. So then I had an opportunity, um, you know, the health business was a a real big focus for me because I'm passionate about helping people in health and that started to take off. So that leg, right, there's different legs of the business, performance, accountability, management. So I knew that I I was gaining some traction there and felt comfortable and after, you know, aligning with Jason and I suggest anybody that's in a partnership to definitely align before you just go and make those type of decisions. He supported it, and uh, I. You're right. I haven't looked back ever since. So let me let's
0: talk a little bit about the health aspect because a lot of uh, forward-thinking companies are r- recognizing that a healthy employee makes a happy employee. How do you work on your mindset first, and then get your health? In check, or do you get your health, uh, you know, do you, do you become healthy and then work on
2: your mindset? Like, how does it work? My recommendation is you do both. Now, you know, hydration is really key for all those water haters out there. I totally get it. I was one of them. Mm-hmm. Hydration is really key is. to the function of all your organs. Um, eating every couple of hours to keep your blood sugar level, right? So there's certain things that you need to do to get your body functioning because we're we're like a car. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece is we have habits. They're just ingrained in us. And so it's really taking that conscious effort to get into good habits. And when you do that, your mind starts to clear, you start to have better thinking, you start to really open yourself up to what the possibilities are. So it's really hand in hand. Mm-hmm because they're so interrelated but it does focus on you know what are you doing from habits are they serving you or are they not and then creating that blueprint and that accountability plan to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish so
0: let's talk about the accountability plan because um, habits are hard to change they sure are they really are and like I'll give you an example and Gina and I talked about this on Two shows ago, I think it was we were talking about our journey. She looks fantastic. She made up her mind mm-hmm. to, um, you know, lose weight and and get healthier to, to you know what her goal mm-hmm. was. And I she made up my fantastic. mind to make my clothes
1: fit better. That's what it was. Right. That's what your
0: goal was, and, <laughs> and you they look fabulous. And you by did the it. Way. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she Thank does. You. She Thank looks you. great. Um, and we were talking about that. That like, how do you, you know, you what you say you want. And then all your actions don't always support what you say you want to do. So how do you get those two things so they're aligned and you can, you know, when you make up your mind to lose weight, you actually stick to something.
1: Or you make up your mind to do something. Right, whatever it is. The structure's the same. Yeah, stop smoking, stop drinking, drinking, stop gambling, stop. So Anything is,
2: that's not serving you.
1: Right. Anything and I that's think, not serving you. And, and I that's, think that's the key. When you said that earlier, right. you said, how is it serving you? Right. Is it true or not true? And if it's not serving you...
2: Why continue to do it? Why continue
1: to do it?
0: Right. And it sounds simple, but it's not. Because I hear a lot of people, and I've done it myself, where I come up with excuses, yeah. even though I know something's not serving me. So does that mean... That my why
2: or my driving force is not big enough to. It can be, and you know what's interesting is it's simple. It's just not easy. Oh, I like that. That's so true. it's not just about you and the structure, but it's also about the community and the people that you surround yourself with. Right. We have an internal makeup in our brain. And it can be something that you, like when you drive to here, right? You both don't really have to think about how you drive to here because you've done it so many times. So certain things become automatic. And if we don't make a conscious effort to focus on what we want to change, we're always going to default back to old patterns. Right. Because it soothed us in the past one way or another. And so how do you integrate those things is, yes, you have to make a decision. That's number one. You have to make a decision. And that decision doesn't mean that you aren't scared about it or that you're confident. It's just you make a decision to open up that door to the potential of unknown to walk through it. And if you're open and curious, you learn no matter what happens. And then as far as you know, how do you have success, you, you celebrate the small successes. That's why I loved you know 300. We got to celebrate 300. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it all boils down to making commitments to yourself, small commitments to yourself. And as you add those small commitments, those 1% changes over time turn out to be really big successes. And they just build on one another. Now, you know, the challenging part is we're human and we're going to slip back into old patterns. And most of us will hold on to that feeling of guilt or I messed up or fill in the blank. Right. And the key is, is to give yourself some grace to acknowledge it's a part of your journey and to just let it go and move over. Every day is a new day to start over. Right. And you can keep, it's never too late. That's right. Right. And you can keep starting over. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what I love. I, I have some people that I'm helping that are uh, in their 70s.
0: Oh, that's great. And you know
2: what? It's not too late. Right. It's never too late. No matter how old you are, just make a decision. Determine what you want to accomplish. Create that goal or dream and then reverse engineer it backwards. Mm-hmm. You know, what, and then don't do it alone. Find people that'll be your cheerleaders and your encouragers. Find a community to surround yourself with because that is so critical. Otherwise, you may have a tendency to fall back into old patterns when you associate with people that aren't moving in the direction that you want to move to. It doesn't make them bad people. It just means that you're bettering Not what's good in for you. the direction. That's do all. you find, because you yeah. work
1: with individuals, you work with teams, you work mm-hmm. with big groups, small groups. Yes. Do you find that all of the, the categories, they there's something that's common throughout all of them in terms of struggles.
2: Yes, and that's ego.
1: Mm. Really? How mm-hmm. is the ego?
2: Because the ego is there to protect us. And especially when you're in groups, right? And raise your hand if you've even out there on, on Radio Land, raise your hand if you've ever been a part of, you know, politics, social politics, mm-hmm. right? Um And it's because people are so ingrained to be right. They want to be right. Have you ever seen the image where it's got the six and the nine, and you've got two people standing on different perspectives, and one person's like, it's a six, and the other person Mm -hmm. says it's a nine? Well, guess what? They're both right, and they're both wrong. Mm -hmm. So things are just is, and we need to be open and curious and compassionate, especially these days to really open ourselves to understand people's worlds. It doesn't mean that we need to accept their beliefs. It just means that we need to be there to kind of hold space for them. And, you know, what I love to do is be able to work with people. What do you want to accomplish? Let's put together a blueprint. Let's talk about those learning lessons and not beat yourself up. But let's celebrate along the way and let's accomplish your goals and dreams.
1: So let's go with that. If someone wants to reach out to you and they have a goal of whatever it is and they they think, oh, I'm listening and maybe I will reach out to her, what's the first thing that they're going to do or what's the first interaction you're going to have with a potential client? Sure. What's the first thing you're going to do with that person? So that the fear of, oh gosh, if I call her, she might judge, she might think.
2: Yeah, so one of the things you have to know about me is there's no judgment. I'm good at it, but that's not my role, okay? Um, So it's a conversation. And I'm gonna ask what your goals are. I'm gonna ask what you want to accomplish. I'm gonna ask, you know, some questions about habits, um, maybe um, dynamics of the team. So if it's a, a team dynamic, really what are the things that need to change? Like what is the future reality? What's the current reality? And then I can help them build a blueprint, whether it be for themselves, whether it be for, you know, a group. Um, and that's what's been really fun is just being able to get in and uh, work with people alongside them to be able to help them with that blueprint and then to be able to encourage them along the way.
0: So uh, I wanted okay. to ask you, um, do you incorporate the the health coaching with the teams, like when you're there to... Uh, work with them on leadership skills or um, whatever, you know, um, meeting company goals and stuff like that. Do you incorporate the the health?
2: So I appreciate the question. I always let them know that that's an opportunity for them if they choose,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, but it's all dependent upon what they want to accomplish.
0: I don't think a lot of people realize the correlation. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, you're, you're just hearing about it so much right now, how the you know, a healthy gut, especially you're hearing a lot about that, is really the root cause of everything, depression, anxiety,
1: fear, everything. Do you work with people who are overcoming depression, anxiety?
2: I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we take a look to your question, uh, and especially, you know, some of the leaders I've worked with, you have to work on you first.
0: And let me ask you something else with that, because one of the things that I've seen with um companies is you might have like middle management that you have people that really want to progress and want to do things different, but the people at the very top just have no interest at all. So how do you work with teams that you might have an enthusiastic middle Mm -hmm. management, you know, group of people, but their corporate people don't believe in that they're very profit uh, oriented people? How do you, can you
2: still work with that team? Sure, because it starts with them. So if they themselves are walking the talk and leading the way, they're going to get results. So despite
0: what corporate is saying, so if you get, you know, people that say, well, you know, our company doesn't believe in this stuff, so I'm not going to bother.
2: Yeah, I think it's uh, internal motivation and. I've worked with middle and not had, you know, and I had to implement um new systems, new processes, um with let's say corporate sponsorship. But all you know, we know that corporate leaders change. Mm-hmm. And so with the what we'll call the middle is really ingraining in them um the skill set to lead the way because it's really about helping people have the right tools that are going to bring the best out, not only in their processes, but their people, Mm -hmm. you know, the best asset that any company has is their people. Right. And so if they take care of their people and they lead them well and they care for them and they, there's three pillars. Okay. For, for leadership. One is you have to be a leader. You have to be inspirational. You have to have people buy into the bigger picture. They don't have to necessarily believe it. They have to believe that you believe it. Right. The second is you have to be a coach. you got to be flexible right. to what the development need is. That's the to new the leadership. Indi- to the individual. You know, some people, if they're new, they're going to need to be directed. If they've got it but they haven't been doing it long, they're, they're going to need somebody to coach them in best practices. If you've got somebody seasoned but maybe fell down, you know, and they've got a bandage on. They, they just need encouragement. And then there's going to be those stars that, you know, you need to empower them, but you still need to love on them and encourage them too. So it's about really understanding your organization, the people within the organization, flexing your style so that you're coaching them in the right way. And then the last is um, all about management. And people think, oh, I got to come in as a manager. It's no, you manage the processes. It's about, do you have the right structure in place? When you find that things aren't going right, look to the process, discipline the process, get people involved that are closest to the work with the process, and then you're gonna find that they're, they have more accountability, they'll give input. And so as a leader, you've really gotta take a look at that stool, that three-legged stool, um, to be able to bring out the best in the team. That's good.
0: So how did you um, so you went and you saw an accountant, I'm going back a little here, and you went and saw an attorney. When did you put together your all your ideas and develop this business plan of what you know what direction you were gonna go in and how you were gonna do this?
2: Well, I really didn't know to be quite transparent. I just knew that if I was able to share my journey and the things that I've learned along my journey, and I have so many people that have helped make me the person that I am today. And they gave of themselves. I knew that if I went out there and I could serve teams, I could serve individuals. Um, and there's such a huge need right now for it that I opened the door, and and here we are today.
1: And so you started. You started independently or on your own organization left in in August. Mm-hmm. Now where do you see this going? Yeah.
2: That's a good question. I'm still visualizing and that's an important part of this process too because as you go to chase your dreams, your dreams can change. Mm-hmm. And you know, what I realized is my dreamer's broken. I've always been I've always Even though it doesn't sound like it, I've always kind of played it safe. Like I always take that leap when I really thought in the back of my mind uh, that I could be successful in this time. You know, we'll see. We'll see. And so, did
1: you make a vision board? This is a Jackie question. Jackie is the. I love vision boards. Oh my gosh!
2: I've got a. I've got a PowerPoint. Okay. That's got some images on it. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I really care about is at at the core of this is really helping people get healthy and the lives that I've been able to change. And it's not just, it's not me. That sounds, it's the ego, right? It's not me. It's really just being able to put people into a structure and having them get small wins over and over again. And so that really fueled my passion. Like I didn't even know that that was going to be something I would get into. I always had this thought that, okay, after I retire from corporate at, you know, 65 or 67 or 68. Which you're not even close to. thank you. Um, That I would just consult. I'd pick a couple of companies and I would consult. And so it was really helping people get healthy that gave me the confidence. And I hope that continues to grow. I would love to build teams of coaches that are on a mission to help people get healthy because there's so many people out there. Um, that that want it, that need it, that are just afraid to ask.
0: And I think, too, and, and that's such a good point. Um, I think people don't realize how important the health aspect is to any of their dreams or goals or leap of faith that they want to take, right? Correct. Am I right? Yeah. And
1: I will say from a personal experience, because when I started working with her in May, I had a goal in mind of that, you know, I wanted my clothes to fit better. And that's exactly what I said. I want my clothes to fit better. I had a dress I wanted to wear that, could, uh, that I wouldn't wear. And it wasn't very long that we had worked together and we would talk in the beginning daily and then every week. And I was very religious about it because as I've said in the past, I committed to one month. I thought I can do this for a month. Um, what... Uh, Where was I going with this? Oh, my mind got better. No. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I need to work on a few things. No. A thing started happening. Like, I often had a hip pain at night, and it wasn't uncommon that Mm -hmm. I'd go to bed with an ice pack. Now, Mm -hmm. I am not that Mm -hmm. old. I am, you know, I shouldn't have to be going to bed with an ice pack, but I thought, eh, at my advanced age, you know, I would say at my age, I'm just going to go lay down with my my ice pack, and my hip will feel better in the morning. Shortly after working with Trisha and making some changes, I realized and it was not long, I didn't go to bed with my hip, my ice pack anymore. My hip didn't hurt. The neuropathy, I had neuropathy in my arms. You know, my hands would fall asleep while I was driving or blow-drying my hair. We're not talking things that are hard. That didn't happen anymore. So it was those little health changes that I never once associated with getting you right, know, getting my weight because everything in check. bleeds over. It all bled over, so it was, mm-hmm. and it was her encouragement. And I say, "Oh my gosh, guess what? I didn't sleep with my ice pack, or this isn't, you know, right. I'm this isn't happening." Another so win, another win, celebrating mm-hmm. those wins. And yep. she, from a personal experience, you know, always celebrated that with me. Um, but we also, again, full transparency, we had a. a a relationship where she'd say, "Go ahead and read this," and then I'd say, "Yeah, I didn't read that." <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But you know Truth. what? She yep. right. I was mm-hmm. very honest with her, and she no said, judgment, no judgment. And and I would say, and we just said this the last time we talked, when business wise, and you know, her coaching me, did you read? And I'm like, Yeah, no, I haven't read that. And you know what? I'm and I have never once tried to be something that I'm not. Like right. I I've done a lot of that you've suggested and that you've encouraged and you've done. But when she gives me things to read or to listen or whatever, I don't do it. It's not that I, I mean, it's not that I I have every intention of doing it, but that's my, that's where I'm still working at. You know, that's, that's what, that gets in my way. Yeah. yeah. And Mm -hmm. I'm honest with her. Right. That guess what? I didn't read it or yeah, I saw it, but I didn't do it. And, and I, so I share this so that other people who think, Oh gosh, if I don't do exactly, she's gonna judge. Right. She's never once said to me, right. You slacker, yeah. I've sent you all this to read or to listen or to do, and you haven't done it, I'm done. I'm out. She's never once judged me for not doing part of the work. I mean, you know, and and, and it's my own, it's you know it's, it's everybody's
2: get, journey. Yeah, it's right. my
1: journey. So that's right. what that's why I share that. Yeah. That she doesn't and judge. She good. really, really doesn't. And I haven't been perfect. Although I when I say I was like so religious. The first two months, I never, <laughs> I didn't read or listen to what she told me to do. But I did do other things. Right. So, but she didn't judge you did, me. Didn't, you cle- and clearly
0: did something she
1: I said. I clearly did something. She great. She, but she never once said, Right. She never got on me. She didn't make you feel bad. She didn't make me feel bad.
2: I'm nobody's mother. Yeah. Right. And it's progress over perfection. And right. I think right. that's the other thing is we're so hard on ourselves. Right. And that's why I go back to if you celebrate the small little wins, right. even if you made it through the day hey, that's a victory. Yeah.
0: So. Should perfection ever be a goal?
2: I think st- stretching, right? Whatever that stretch is for you. You always want to stretch, stretch to reach, um, because that's that tension between where you are today and where you want to be in the future is so imperative to your intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. So you want something that you're shooting towards so that you can you know, get those steps in place and accomplish it. As step long as you
0: don't let that hold you back from starting, right? right. Um, OK. so somebody that it wants to work with you, what should they expect or prepare to meet with you?
1: How first of all, how should they get in touch with you? When they're done, like subscribing and following the Nooner, the Nooner show show. of course. And if you don't like, subscribe or want to follow, still do it anyway, because it just, yeah, it helps just do us. it. Just do there's it. so
2: much fun. Go listen to the podcast. <laughs> They've been amazing. I've, I've listened to them. Aw, thank you. thank you. You're all amazing. So anyway, even if, don't, yeah, so even if you they have fun. Who doesn't want more fun in their life? So even if you don't like
1: us, but at least like our Facebook page, like our podcast, yeah. and yeah. follow us anyway. <laughs> um, so when they're done doing that with us, how do they get in touch with you?
2: Sure. So um, I am on LinkedIn, so they can connect with me that way. I'm on Facebook. And so those are probably the the best two ways if you want to... F- What's you know. your Facebook? Oh, my Facebook is Trisha Schlicht. Okay. So that we'll one's a mouthworth. A,
1: we, you know what? Yeah. We well, can put a link on our post or right. on our page. We'll put a link to all yep. that or they can find you.
2: And then my phone number. You know, people we'll can put, people we'll put, can call me.
1: Yep. We'll put that. We'll and, put all and, that or, or so they can how email. Do they me?
2: prepare.
0: Like what do they prepare to for the, that first conversation because that initial step is nerve wracking. They say so. hi
1: Tricia?
2: Yeah, just hi Tricia. They don't have to have everything figured out. Okay. You know, that's another role that I can play as a guide to help people figure out what they want to accomplish.
1: And when I called her, I'm like, hey, (laughs) hey, (laughs) hey, I saw that post you had. And I don't know, I just thought maybe I'd give you a call. And she's like, oh, okay." And that was really how How it it started. I. I wasn't. I didn't really know what I was getting into. Like I just thought, oh, you know, I'm going to call. I'm going to see. There was. A, she sent me a little survey. I filled that out, and we went from there. And, yes, and then she yeah. called.
2: So it would be helpful to know, you know what what is the avenue? Is it health that you're seeking? Is it, you know, personal development? Is it leadership? You know, what out of those three um, are you interested, or are you interested in the whole shebang? So however I can help.
0: Okay, so they don't have to have it figured out, which is great. They can call you and just give you an idea of what they're struggling with, and then you can help them maybe with the avenue.
1: Sure. And they're going to go on the Noona Show Facebook page, and they're going to find all your contact information there.
0: After they like, subscribe.
1: After they like, subscribe, and follow. Yeah. All
0: right. Trisha, thank you so much. Thank you much. both. This, this was, was so, so much fun. You've made my inspiring. wish and my dream come true
1: today. Well, no, we'll have you, you back. You got
0: us inspired. You got me inspired. And I'm like, okay, I have got to just make up my mind and do this. So, we'll talk after you. the
1: show. Yeah, um, You never know. Hey, this is the first time you're on the show. That's how I got started. I started as a guest. Right. And now look at me. Wouldn't it be Nice. Never know. Yeah. All right. We've got our fortune cookies. Here's how it goes. I toss the cookie. Whichever way the prong goes, that fortune is meant for you. And let's add to it when you take a leap of faith. Okay. Or do you do you have something else? Or I was going to say oh, accountability. Okay. Oh, with accountability. With accountability. With accountability. All right. Here we go. Which fortune is for Ooh, you? This okay. one's definitely me. That one's definitely you. Gonna take this one,
2: and can I just give a special Rip shout the out, cookie, most yes. definitely, to the man that's sitting across from me. And yes. it's gonna
1: read this fortune that I put in front of him. February
2: will be seventeen years of <gasps> wedding bliss. Oh, wow. congratulations! And he was a leap of faith.
1: He was, yeah. What man isn't?
2: So, uh, what man isn't? <laughs> <laughs> just want to say thank you, honey, for all your love and support.
1: Oh, well,
0: congratulations
1: with accountability. Is that what we're adding to it? With accountability. Your greatest fortune, you can just rip the cookie. (laughs) The greatest fortune is a large number of friends you have that give you accountability.
0: Oh, listen to this one. You will spend old age in comfort and material wealth with accountability.
1: Oh. Yes. Jason. Jason. Your many hidden talents will become obvious to those around you with accountability. Ooh,
2: Mm. Your heart is pure, and your mind is clear, and your soul is devout with
1: accountability. Oh, wow. Yours was so fitting. Perfect. Sometimes the only mode of transportation is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week, and we'll see you back next week.